Boom, I'm going to stand up for this, Jason. Get ready for this. All right, now I'm going to sit down. All right, I'm going to get real comfortable. We're going to talk about Nice Ride. Nice Ride. All right, Nice Ride. Oh, God, maybe I should have worn glasses for this. Here we go. Let's go to uh, since 2013. Nice Ride has set out to promote a lifestyle that emphasizes the three most important aspects of our lives, family, friends, and most importantly, fun. Nice Ride is proud to be your one-stop shop for trendy, comfortable California lifestyle apparel. They specialize in a wide variety of apparel, including embroidered hats and caps and coolers and tumblers and outerwear and men's, women's, and children's clothing. (sighs) Nice Ride's mission is to keep their customers outfitted with the highest quality designs while providing incredible customer service and maintaining affordable prices whether you're ready to hit the gym or shred some waves our apparel is made from durable material that is perfect for any adventure seeker outdoor enthusiast gym lover or those who just love being comfortable all of nice rides lifestyle apparel is made in the usa and we offer free usa ground shipping to all of the customers and use the promo code jaw for 10% off. Jason. Chris, that is your best one yet. You nailed it like a professional right there. Also, we are sponsored by Earth Skateboards. Earth Skateboards was founded with charity in mind to combine music, art, and skating. We manufacture products with a sharp focus on giving to foundations and organizations that make a positive impact for the earth. The bands and individuals we feature and celebrate with our brand all have their charity choice to work with. By supporting Earth Skateboards, you are making a difference and contributing to a positive change. It is important to us individually to develop awareness and give support to trusted, hardworking charities. And Jason. Yes, sir. You also have your own skateboard decks. That I do, Chris. Tell me all about them. I'm glad you brought that up. I also work with skateboards and Earth Skateboards. I'm actually one of the co-founders. And I've got my own personal skateboards that I put together myself with my DeVore art and imagery. Uh, Recently, I put one out with my Passage in Time lyric art print that you can find and purchase on DeVore art and imagery.com that's d-e-v-o-r-e-a-r-t-a-n-d-i-m-a-g-e-r-y.com i can't believe i pulled that off so go check that out if you want to devoreartandimagery.com earth skateboards and of course fucking nice ride baby nice ride baby Woo! jaw 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 take your pants off let me see jaw jaw breaker Jawbreaker. Jaw. <laughs> Jawbreaker. The job, the jaw, jaw, jawbreaker. Jason bought a big truck. <laughs> jaw, jawbreaker. By the way, it's my birthday. So I've had a couple cocktails. Give me, give me a break here, people. <laughs> Oh, it was stuck under my belly. Oh. Yeah, I just had lunch. You did? Well, where'd you go? We went to Picasso, or Picasso's? Yeah, Picasso's down there on Warner and uh, Warner and Priest. Sounds Italian. It is very Italian. Okay. It's delicious. Are we rolling? We're rolling, baby. Okay, you guys don't know Picasso's here in Tempe area, the whole Phoenix metropolitan, whatever. Picasso's is delicious. If you're vegan, they've got great vegan options. They've got delicious, just all around healthy, but just savory food. You what did you it. get? We're talking food right here because we got the podcast. Yeah, show. this is good stuff. Yeah, uh, well, I got the spicy uh, Thai peanut bowl. 
and it's wow. got all sorts of shreds of like little crackers, not crackers, lettuce, uh, carrots, um, little onions, uh, things of that nature, and quinoa, uh, quinoa um, rice. Is it just quinoa rice? Is that what quinoa is? No, it's a grain. It's a grain. Okay, but if grainy. if you deep fry it or you bake it, it gets really crunchy, and they use that for crunch effect on salads. I don't know if that's what they did with yours. They essentially made this is actually just a bowl of that mixed with uh, chicken, um, the super good spicy peanut um, Thai sauce. And it's just all around a good mix. It's like nice and light, but nice and filling. Yeah, but I'm not feeling the Italian vibe you're giving me. So what would, the, what Sa- would that be called then? I get, my uh, wife said it was Italian before, so I kind of went Sounds Thai. That. No, because then they also have like tons of pasta. It's like tons of pastas there. Picasso. I think I, I chose the wrong one. It <laughs> sounds anti-Italian food sounds, Yeah, totally not Italian yeah, at all. It's like, what are you even doing here? So <laughs> this is not. So Italian. they have a lot of things on the menu. So did they just like run the gamut? They kind of did, but it all makes sense too. So they have like, they do bitchin' pizzas. They do the cauliflower crust pizzas. I think our, our podcast is becoming a health network show. <laughs> a health food network show. Hey, you went out and ate, not me. I'm always like, you know, I get to the gym by 6 a.m. And then I go to Pustino's and I get it cooking. You know, with my non-Italian food. No, but the killer, killer pizzas, killer pies, killer salads, and those bowls are also like, it's pretty good and well over the map. Huh. Yeah, and they have fried chicken. Or not, or they have baked chicken wings. Baked chicken wings. Dude, they Very have, Italian. They come with marinara. <laughs> if you order. <laughs> if you order. They got meatball entrees, things too like that. So. All right. But I think essentially it is directed at Italian food. So like the core would be Italian, and then they, they kind of branch out with fun stuff. Yeah, the things that people would probably actually more want on a grander scale of people i guess if they're but if you think if you go to an italian restaurant you know you're going there for some pretty good italian food so I don't, right. I don't know why they do that the pizzas uh, the pizzas the pies okay all yeah. right fair enough yeah. first off thanks for coming hey man thank I you i know you go let's let's crack let's open crack the cocoa open waters cocoa waters oh. Hey, got, oh no oh something's happening with your phone oh no Oh, christ we'll continue but i'll fix that all right while we concede we'll concede so proceed you are like just getting off tour and and you're doing your album, your solo album. Yeah, man. And you're getting ready to go to Japan all in the same fucking shabam. I just realized last week that we're leaving for Japan in four four days. <laughs> I really did. I was like, I was actually getting a massage for the show this weekend. We're playing this weekend at the Nile Theater. I'll get this out of the way. We're playing at the Nile <laughs> Theater this Friday night in Mesa, Arizona. And uh, it's with our friends Ignite, the Deviates, uh, both out of Southern California, and Winter Haven, who's a a younger act from here out of town uh, in Arizona as well. So at least in Arizona, I'm not sure if they're from Phoenix or not, but yeah. So I was getting a massage uh, two days ago and it's, it's the person I go to every time here. Uh, and I said like, I was like, well, do you want, did you want to come in and get a massage just cause it feels good to get a massage or do things hurt? I'm like, Oh, things hurt all the time, <laughs> like morning to night, but it's not because of touring. It's just from day to day life running around and stuff. And I just got a show this weekend. I want to be a little bit loosened up before I go get in another car wreck. Basically, <laughs> in the, on stage. So uh, she got me lined up, and that's when I realized, because she's like, oh, she's like, are you going on tour soon? And I was like, I am very soon. What day is it? Oh, and shit. And she's like, it's the 15th. I'm like, I leave on the 24th. And so I guess I'm leaving in, s- well, Wednesday. So today yeah. is whatever day it is. And so today, roughly five or six days. Jeez, dude. Cheers, bro. Yeah, cheers to that. Yeah. Got to hydrate for that stuff. Ah. <laughs> Get it in. Make sure you know it's there. So how'd your tour go? So the tour was great. I had a really good time with the tour. It was uh, out there with Unwritten Law, and we hit a lot of the U.S. 
We did almost the entire U.S., to be honest with you. Um, we covered first the East Coast. We went south and then over the east to Florida, then worked our way up the, the coast there, uh, all the way up to New York City, and that was killer. Like, New York City was killer. The whole tour was great, but that New York City was killer. My dad, actually, David Hunsick, we've talked about him, the yeah. photographer before. He met me out there uh, with his wife, or his wife-to-be, uh, Diane, and because uh, she's from New York, from Brooklyn. Oh. And so they came out, and it just worked out really well because uh, it's almost her birthday, and they were out there to see family. He'd never been to New York City rather than a pass-through real quick. So he got to explore. I got to see him. He came to the show. It was this grand theater ball. It was like... It was like a rock show, you know what I mean? Wow. It wasn't like a punk rock basement like we play normally in New York City. It was like we were out there with Unwritten Law, so they had two reasonably heavy hitters, us and Unwritten Law. So combined, it made for a great, bigger event and a bigger show, like right in the heart of downtown. So and you didn't have to babysit your parents. Yeah, no, because they were. They were she was not a fish out of water. Yeah, no, she so was she super, super comfortable, and they were all hanging and doing their thing. It was really good, and uh, it was just nice to see them. Briefly as it was, you know, it was like the day of show. And of course, as I typically do, I was running around like crazy. I shot a music <laughs> video that day, too, in New York City before hitting the stage with my friend Jason Passaro <laughs> for my new solo record with, Never uh, fucking ends, with that song, Hallelujah. <laughs> that's why I feel so bad. So, guys, heads up. Chris calls me and tries to, we try and do more podcasts <laughs> for you. But, and Chris is so good about trying to get podcasts done. And I am a fucking maniac that never slows down to breathe for a second. So, I, I, I end up having to reschedule. Time and again, it feels like it. So I apologize to you first, Chris. Well, no, no. I just, you are busy, dude. You got it going on. And so you took an hour out of your day to come be here. And I just want to say I appreciate that because I know you got it going on. 59 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and counting. No. But yeah, we, I just came from band practice right now before lunch. So the guys all, we all met up at band practice or at the Picasso's after band practice, which went well. So we're all real, real proud and ready to go this Friday night. And then we leave for Japan on Wednesday and start that tour. So we almost had Brandon on real quick. We almost had almost Brandon. had your guitarist on on the show, but he yeah. had things to do. He did. Well, he came to realize that he was he's in a band called the Mad Caddies as well. Okay. So he just came in from tour yesterday. Him and Chris oh. Daly drove in from California after his last show on stage the night before that. So he's been gone. Like his wife never sees him. My my wife sees me here and again, but he's just on tour with us. If not, then he's back out on the road. Mad Caddies. Wow. So it's a it's a whirlwind. We're trying to do act like we're 25 and get it all in as fast as possible because right? we know that the clock's not stopping. Do it while you can, <laughs> man. Do it while you can. Yeah. So um, he had to. He they play a lot of reggae. For those who don't know the Mad Caddies, it's very relaxed reggae. They have some fun party songs, but quite a lot. But it's a different monster than what we do with the, the band, our band. And so he wore his comfy shoes for that tour. And then he knows what we're getting ready to do and go to Japan. A lot of walking around. Uh, a lot of rocking around. You know, on the stage and stuff, and it's his feet are going to take much more of a beating. So he needed to go get some shoes. Some sensible shoes. You can tell he's already in pain just this morning, you know. That's probably the gin wearing off, but <laughs> 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 they were on a good one last night, the guys. They're like, oh, we're in town. Tour's over. <laughs> yeah, Ty went on. Yeah. Not you, though. Not me. Ah. I was sat on the couch like a stump on a log. And still boring, Jason. Still boring, Jason. Just <laughs> trying to get things done. <laughs> trying to feel good. Trying to feel good. And, uh, what am I doing in my life? All right, so you're, you tour up the East Coast. My buddy actually uh, sent me a picture of you in Michigan on stage. Oh, in Michigan. Uh, his name is Josh, Josh Pop. Did I meet Josh Pop? He sent, 
He sent a picture of you, and he's like, I'm right here. Dude. <laughs> I'm like, well, tell oh, him wait. Chris said hi. I remember that. Where was that? It was in Michigan, Michigan somewhere. What, uh, what city? Grand Rapids. Yeah. All right. Grand Rapids. Okay. That was not one of the better shows. So okay. Actually, I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad he came, but we had to work for that one. Oh, that okay. That was one of those, like, I was not on stage. I was really in there making the people move. Oh. You know, I had to get in there and do some old school homework, you know, take them back to school a little bit. <laughs> it seems like they were getting older and they thought that that was okay just to be fine, just standing around hanging out. And I'd mm. be like, we're not dead yet, but let's go on. <laughs> you pay good money to come to an actual punk rock, rock and roll show. Let's do it. Let's fucking do this together. And so, but yeah, that was, I remember that night. That's right. I had an old buddy that was from here as well come out uh, named Garrett. And uh, he moved out there from here. His sister and him, him and his sister, he's saying, uh, my lady and I, and um, she still lives here, but he moved away like years ago um, to start a family. And he's had three kids since, and like they're already kind of like nine or something, so or eight or something crazy. So he looks not a day over 21 still, which after having three kids, I don't know how that worked out. Yeah, right. He did it. And uh, did you get that thing rolling? I got it rolling. I delete like 5,000 5, videos of this boy. <laughs> which is funny. I just bought this stupid phone. It's the, uh, 14. Pro S or 14 iPhone 14 Pro. Okay. And it's supposed to have like this shitload of data on it available, which I'm sure it does. But I film, if anyone's seen me out there on the Instagrams and stuff, I'm constantly filming. It's like a fun hobby of mine. Of course. <laughs> okay. Obviously, we're doing it right now for uh, this purpose. And it passes the time. It passes the it's time. It's promotion. It's yeah. promotion, and it definitely gives you something to do and help create and all these different uh, other facets. But um, it, I think I do that so much that I forget to go back and delete all the. Insta clips, the, the sudden clips that I do to make that one giant clip. Gotcha. And I'll do like three or four versions of that giant clip before the effects are all involved, and I forget to erase probably three quarters of all of them. And then you have to go back in and delete your deleted files <laughs> on top of that. I told you I was chatty today. I no, can't. this is good. <laughs> no, I can imagine you in the back of a van with yeah. nothing better to do than to piece this shit together and it's make something fantastic. Such a fun creative outlet, and it's such a good time pass. Like you say, you're not just watching TV and movies or – oversleeping or just like you know just bored yeah well first and foremost you know and so i've gotten over the top with it but it's fun because i've really gotten into like making short films on stage too now oh. or on tour sorry okay so i did one recently we were out in uh last day of tour actually since we're still talking about tour it was the last show of the tour out by coachella and coachella was that weekend too oh damn and so we were like the official after party kind of thing but I don't think that was really the case. I think people just came to our show for the show. It okay. Like, yeah, it was, it was a pretty good distance from Coachella still that, you know, drugs. I mean, <laughs> who's really going to make the drive to come out? Yeah. You know, <laughs> they've been at a giant festival for two or three days, like, to come close it out in this little, you know, we were kind of in the middle of nowhere, basically. It was like a ranch town. And there's actually, outside of the venue we played, there's an actual, almost like a tombstone. Like, it's had the tombstone set up, the whole, like, mm. scenery, like, the whole, you know, old, old town, the walk down the middle, dirt road. Things like that, and it's yeah, exactly. That's the music I used on the podcast, <laughs> the podcast, the uh, video as well. And uh, so I just was out there before showtime, was getting footage, you know, for my thing, my video for the band. And I was like, man, I could make a super cool short film right now. So I just started propping it up, you know, doing this whole like skit that I had in my brain. Started just doing this whole cowboy scene, like where I walk in with a. I bought a cowboy hat on the way there, weirdly enough, and busted <laughs> that out. Toss it on, toss it off in the video, like walking away from the camera, all like mystical, with that song playing in the background. Yeah. Womp, womp, womp. And that's what people actually tagged, not a like on my thing. They just put a. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> and you made the video with the cup where you're banging it on your knee. 
So I made that yeah. out there too. Yeah, yeah, that's like little skits, and obviously TikTok is a thing now. And I was like, I don't, I don't really partake. I'm starting to have more fun with it, just because again, on the road you get bored, and there's so much. Yeah. Possible. There's so much possibility out there that you can just pass the time again with promoting yourself on top of that, or your your things, your projects, whatever the case. I love my TikTok. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I'm digging. It. I'm getting into it more, and I think, but I think people want to see funny stuff. I've noticed a lot, or like just annoyingly. Uh, interesting things that are like what the fuck did i just watch yeah and that was one of them for me I something was like, that grabs you yeah because i was literally working out that morning and i was throwing the bag down the heavy bag you know picking it back up throwing it down and i was like this reminds me of something the sound of it and then i instantly went back to uh what's it called the movie with will ferrell uh, soccer soccer he's inside he's playing soccer damn it what is that movie called kicking and screaming Oh, shit. I don't think I've seen that one. Check it out. It's All pretty right. good. So the little clip of that dude is from that movie. Okay. And that, the whole thing with Will Ferrell. And then, of course, I added more Will Ferrell comedy from Saturday Night Live at the end with the closing it out with the hype uh, DJ moments like the, you know, w- w- watch the bass drop button when he never drops the bass. And then he <laughs> ends up dropping it and everyone starts to explode in the club. <laughs> and then little John's there. It's a whole fucking party. I don't know. So I tied all this shit together. And I uh, did all these funny clips again. I was up early in the morning. You know, all the guys were still sleeping in before his band called time. <laughs> I was just bored out of my mind, sitting by the pool after working out. And I start uh, just like, I was like, okay, that's what it was. So I look up the clip first. And I was like, I can make a whole thing out of this. <laughs> but I got fucking three hours before the band leaves, dude. <laughs> so I get a coffee cup from the lobby. And I'm just sitting there at the, by the pool. And I start just like tapping on my, my knee as well. And I'm like, I'm going to film this. <laughs> and just... Do a funny thing of just just him and I going back and forth with just that, and that'll be my little funny TikTok thing. Then I was like, what if I'm doing dumb dumb shit and it gets just worse and better, worse and for better and worse? And so I started like hopping around, drinking the pool water, like cu- you know, slapping the cup on the. It looked like you're at the, the skate park patio. too. No, that was still the same hotel. Okay. Yeah, all that. I was actually gonna wait to put this see this whole film scene out or whatever until I went on the European tour or Japanese tour, collect all those of me doing the same exact cup. And like doing that all around the world and just filming like in front of the Eiffel Tower this summer, uh, in front of like, you know, ah. whatever, castles in like in Ireland, Scotland, whatever, just like by a sheep. I don't know. <laughs> Things like that. You put them all together and like at the end, it has that big explosion of like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I got, I got, I got, uh, I kept losing the video because I kept erasing videos on my phone. Ah, I see. And so I was afraid to like um, not have space to finish some things. So I had actual band stuff to do too for our daily videos. And so I started deleting a bunch of shit, and then it, I couldn't find it. I deleted it by mistake. That whole process of working for, like, it was probably, like, four and a half hours. And so luckily I sent it to my lady and a couple friends to show them just to get a kick out, you know, get a rise out of them. So I had to go back through those text messages, and luckily they were still in the text messages so I could save it again. And so I did that twice, actually. <laughs> and so I was like, I need to just put this on TikTok now before I just fucking blow it and, like, erase all my messages and emails and, like, something shuts down on my phone. Do you phone. have folders you put your stuff in? I have, I have categories for everything. I don't I pay food, attention to them. I got Nice Ride. And I've got On It. I've got all my sponsors. I've got my girlfriend. I've got my dogs. Because you know there's a million fucking pictures of your dogs or a cat or whatever you have. Those are the biggest hits on my TikTok. <clears throat> I got my dog howling <laughs> and then falling over because he can't stand up because he howls himself sideways. Yeah, I would watch that. It's pretty good. <laughs> you know, it's just like dumb stuff like that. That's the best hits. Me snoring next to a dog, my, my drummer Chris's dog, waking up in the morning, his big pit bulls right here, just like <laughs> snoozing. And I'm like. <sighs> Dude, my Instagram got hacked. What happened? I was approaching 5,000 followers, which, mm-hmm. you know, 
That's good. It's, it's not bad for yeah. some, you know for a podcast that That's no one listens really to. <laughs> well, go check out that podcast Instagram, people. You know what he's saying. So I, it got hacked, and I had to start over. I, I paid a guy a few bucks, and it would just kept. He's like, I feel I felt like he was like baiting me. Okay. He's like, oh, well, this program didn't work, so I got to try this one. It's going to be this much. And I'm like, yeah, we're Uh-oh. backing out of this one right now. So we backed out. Uh, I, I lost a couple dollars, nothing big. Yeah. But I had to restart a new uh, account. That so sucks. now I'm at 186 or some shit. So I get like two followers a day. That's a hard blow, right? You're like, you work hard for those. I do. You, those hits are hard. But I'll tell you what, I've got Legit hits. all the stuff in my food folder. The uh-huh. the. The videos. Oh, so all you I have to do fresh. is launch it. There you go. So it's kind of cool because I don't have to run around like a chicken with my head off, yeah. head cut off, yeah. trying to you know record me making a tri tip or some shit. Yeah. Remakes. Yeah. It's like we talked about that before we actually pushed record on this podcast today. Yeah. We usually get in here and we start talking about all the catching up because we just miss each other's buddies and yeah. like, how you been? And today I walked in here. I'm like, I'm up. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. Are we recording. <laughs> then we'll get started with the actual energy of the experiment you know the expression of like what was happening with those moments and talking about them same with the pocket with remaking basically those videos again i'm glad you have those in your back pocket still oh thank you yeah, yeah me too so you have the actual me too. Like, moments of you being stoked on flipping the meat <laughs> instead of like trying to act <laughs> like you're stoked again yes so if you want to follow me it's called a man's got to eat that's the name of the a man's Instagram. got to eat on instagram you'll see the podcast chef and then it's called a man's got to eat you'll see my stupid face on there a bunch of food pictures. So you want some food in your life, go follow me on Instagram. And who doesn't like food? Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Plug Fucking away, baby. That's why we're here. <laughs> and while you're at it, people, share this podcast. If you actually are listening, enjoy it. Share it to your friends. Share it on your pages. Help us get this podcast out there a bit more. We're trying to get it spread out to as many people as we can so we can keep it up and keep it going and keep it more interesting. And send in some topics. Send in some fun things like that that we can actually just talk about and bring more excitement to each podcast amazing yeah amazing well put thank you you're a linguist shameless shameless <laughs> shameless i said shameless wow after you said i was a linguist well, you speak like i spell bad worst handwriting too i actually okay i have clearly a lot to talk to you about but this is a stupid short little thing okay so i'm selling my skateboards now and i went to put an order out and there's this one lady i work with at usps it's like the mailboxes etc kind of spot not even a post office so we know each other and she's like the one that's there every day i'll bring in my giant boxes of skateboards and i'll just like leave my phone with her and my skateboards i'm like here you go i'll be back in 20 minutes and i have my addresses in there and she just goes into it she knows we've met we're friends now at this point and she just hammers it out she's so fast and then yesterday actually i went in there with one skateboard that i needed to mail out that i forgot and it's a new lady and so I'm like, I walked in like almost like my heart shuddered, like I was about to turn around. And Where's come my back. lady? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? You ruined Christmas. <laughs> so I was like, so I brought it up to her, and I actually had seen her once before, and it was a process. And uh, she doesn't, she didn't remember me talking to her last time that I was already in the system and these things and the other thing. And so it came down to like, hey, please just fill this piece of paper out with the addresses, your address, and his address, and their address, whatever hers. And I was like, ah. I'm not going to make a big deal. I'm just going to do the, do the homework, you know, do the paperwork. Yeah. And so I did it, and I realized how shitty my handwriting is now. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, technology's ruined me. It's like, you like never write. Yeah, I yeah. never write. I even told her that. I'm like, I, she, she asked me three times what one letter was, this letter. <laughs> what was that letter? Is that a T or a oh W? My God. When they're asking if it's a T or a W, you're fucked. You know, <laughs> come on, man. So I don't know. It was crazy, though. And I was like, so we got it worked out. But it made me realize I need to 
start doing more writing writing than I do just texting my notes into my phone or even like lyrics and stuff like that and start picking up that old hab- hobby of like actual like pen to paper kind of thing. You might remember things better. And that's pen to paper. And especially you won't have as many, you know, retouches on your words. Like I do that all the time, like on Instagram and Facebook and shit. You'll be excited. You're typing with your with your pro status fingers, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Time. and then you post it and you go back and fix it four times. Yeah. Cause you can't, <laughs> can't like, even say, and it's like, <laughs> it plus auto check fucking thing. It's like all of a sudden you're in double trouble. Oh, well, yeah. I wrote, I write notes down for my podcast. So like, I don't know, like if I'm doing one on grilling, you know, I'll have notes that I handwrite because yeah. if, when I write them, it sticks. Yeah. If I type it out, it's not the same. No, it's dude. just not the same. It's like the brain's connecting in a different way completely, hand to paper. Absolutely. It really is. I agree. Yeah, you're looking fit as a fiddle. You I as well. I, com- I complimented you and your lady. I walked in. I was like, you guys look healthy working out. You guys been working out a lot too or what? <laughs> yeah, I work out every day. I mean, same here we thing. go again, right? We talked about it. Hey, here we hey, go again. Go check us out on uh, things.com. That's right. Check out my arms. They're big check now. Oh, my God. Oh, we yeah. got a new tattoo. That's right. I did. I got on I your got leg. My kneecap. Yeah. yeah. Kneecap and shit. Oh, we're out of film again. Uh, <laughs> I got to delete more stuff in a minute. But yeah. Got, oh, oh, shit. Not, it went out again. I'll tell you, this thing is so full of crap. <laughs> it's like still shows. Almost the entire tour is on that thing still. Jesus. Literally, dude. yeah. Uh, I think I deleted it on tour the last tour is what I was working <laughs> on out there to save space for that stuff. Um, but yeah, I got a new tattoo. Florida. Back to me not drinking again. Uh, let's talk about that. Uh, yes, I got it in Nashville, Tennessee, actually. An old friend of I mine. I was way off. No, no, actually not quite. Because okay. the guy that did it is from Florida. Okay. So that kind of worked out. Say by the bell. It was a good. It was a good thought. It was a good guess. Yeah. It was a guess. So he was from. Um, now he was from. I met this guy Brandon Pierce at. Uh, oh God, I should know his name. His tattoo company right now at the top of my head, but I don't. I'll look it up in a second. We'll come back to that. But um, yeah, you're not using your phone anyhow. Yeah, it's full of full fucking full of shit. videos not, I've already used like not a year recording ago. Anymore. Not recording anymore. It's on the fucking yeah. pedestal. At least you guys are listening. <laughs> <laughs> so he moved. Okay, so I met him out in St. Pete on tour. We're talking. We've already talked about the band and the history of the band back when all the guys were here. That that far back, essentially. It maybe one guy was. I think it was when Jeremy was out already. So it was, or maybe it was like Bill was out. I can't remember one of those times. But essentially, he knew most of the group from the original lineup. And uh, we used to play down in uh, St. Pete, down there, like right across the street in this bar. Can't remember the name of that either. <laughs> There's a bar. Yeah, well, and, <laughs> I don't remember much. I just remember I was there. But I still remember going back to his tattoo shop at like, you know, two in the morning, right across the street. And we would tattoo him and tattoo each other. And like, probably clearly not me, because I wasn't the big tattoo guy as much back then. I wasn't really into it. Um, and, but we would tattoo him and like the other guys would get tattoos, like Jim would get tatted up by him. Bill would get some tats. He moved since then, fast forward many years. He uh, moved to Nashville, Tennessee, got a big piece of land, got really got very successful in tattooing and still is extremely successful. It's like a, it's like, it's one of those, it's not in the yellow pages. You have to like know the place, get an appointment and get in there. Oh, so he's that, their place is that good. And, um, so I hit him up he's well, he hit me up. He's like, he's like, bro, I I saw you coming to Nashville. I was like, we can finally hang out. And I was like, we've been talking about this for years since you moved from Florida because we never I'd go through Nashville. And this time we did. And uh, I was like, well, f- do you mind working that day? Because I got some ideas. And it's the tattoo I wanted to get on the tour prior to this. With uh, It was like my anniversary tour of my, ta- my drinking, you know, when I ah. quit, quit the drink. And uh, it's a scorpion with an eye in the middle surrounding the scorpion with the tail going around it in the shape of a number nine for the ninth month that I quit drinking. 
uh, also my birth month. Um, and the eye in the center being, you know, you know, you know, your mind's eye and all these things and also keeping an eye on myself, that whole thing, you know, to not let things that are toxic of such and other things in life take that much control over me again. How long did it take? So the tattoo, when I finally got to that tattoo, we went back and forth <coughs> with the design. We showed up. We left Atlanta City early in that morning after playing the night before. Got there. He dra- they, dra- they dropped me off. The band did at his tattoo shop. They went to sound check and all that stuff. I missed sound check. I told him I could make it, but I didn't. Um, I got particular about placement of my tattoo because it's it's a big one. Yeah, you know it's a, it's a half it's a no it's like a two sixteenth of round of the nine size of my leg. <laughs> it's sizable. It's sizable. Yeah, you want it done right, and it means a lot. So I did go and uh, we finally got it. Sat down. Uh, he was talking about the numbing cream. I didn't want the numbing cream for this because it was a painful experience and the reason I wanted to get this tattoo. Mm. And uh, it took about three and a half hours, I think it was. Uh, just one sitting, blasted it out. And I got to tell you, and this is not being tough guy shit, but I've heard scary horror stories of like full body guys that are tattooed up about the kneecap. Yeah. And how horrid it is and all this shit. And it, to me, was not that bad. My sh- was on my shin too, like right down the shin line. And I've got like hardly any meat there anymore from skateboarding and scars. And I've heard the shin's a rough one. Not, See, again, not so, so bad. I did. I mean, I know was so I was sober this time again too. You know, the last one I got on my shin, I was blasted out on Jameson. So I, <laughs> we mean the tattoo artists were both just pounding a bottle back and forth. I don't know what I was thinking with him. Like <laughs> trusting that we would both be okay with this full shin piece, but that didn't feel really much. I bled a lot more, but this one, uh, it just felt like a tattoo all the way through. It didn't, nothing was more sensitive or worse than the other. Almost like weirdly, the center of my kneecap was the least painful part. Yeah, you know, I got both my elbows covered. Yeah. And uh, everyone was telling me yeah. horror stories about the elbows. There's way more spots. T- tender pot spots, like underneath the bicep here. See, I've heard about that. I mean, that, I, yeah, I mean, well, I heard about it. But yeah, 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 you got it. I've a real problem with like the underlying tricep area where it yeah. kind of tickles more toward the yeah you gotta whatever you gotta go to your happy place yeah on that one yeah i mean Dreamland. i mean i'm not saying it didn't hurt don't get me wrong oh yeah but you know your elbows i just heard the horror stories and i think it was uh the anticipation got me more than the actual pain yeah no absolutely yeah. i think that's pretty much where it lies it's like and again you hear so many things about it you're just expecting that but to me it was all right it so was, did you play a show that night Oh, yeah. With a fresh tattoo. Fresh tattoo. And then you woke up the next morning. How was your tattoo doing? It was okay. Okay. It was, I'm not, you know, again, I'm just, it was like I wore my wrap on stage that night. Actually, that's the night my, see, this was a very busy day again. Okay. Because that's when we drove early from Atlanta to get to Nashville, drop me off to get the tattoo, go from the tattoo. My parents were also coming to town with, along with my sister from over in Kentucky. I think it's Kentucky or somewhere. Kansas? I don't know. <laughs> but they're over there somewhere. But that was the day my family was finally coming out, and I got to see all my family. So I was trying to fit all of this into one day without, you know, negating any time with each said thing. Yes. And making it all work effect- effectively. And so, and it was a big crowd that night. They were stale as fish. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they were drinking or what, but the entire night, unwritten law, us, I was like, we were working it and having a fucking blast ourselves. And they were just like, like there was a black screen in front of them with nothing on it so, <laughs> so oh I, I was amazed i was honestly amazed i wasn't like i knew we were playing well i thought we were entertaining uh we were talking back and forth the well we were talking to the audience i'll yeah. say and not getting a lot back but love you nashville but we weren't getting a lot of love that night back yeah. on the stage yeah get know. it together nashville what the nashville, fuck? You're the music city and that might be it too maybe they've seen a lot of there's a high expectation in nashville and they see mm-hmm. all the music it's like los angeles with everything 
Well, the wife and I have been going to shows. We went and saw, you know, Alter Bridge. I don't know if I the do. band Alter Bridge. Uh, the singer. Well, they basically it used to be Creed. The oh, band Creed. Okay, yeah. So the Tremani okay. is the guitarist. And I don't know if the other band's members are from Creed, but I know he used to be the guitarist for Creed. <clears throat> and they formed Alter Bridge. The guy that sings with Slash um, is now, his name is Miles My- Kennedy. Okay. Phenomenal fucking show, dude. Jesus Christ. And then uh, the middle act was Mammoth. Mammoth. So Mammoth is uh, Eddie Van Halen's kid. Oh, Wolfgang. right. Okay, here we go. They were absolutely phenomenal. And the opening band was uh, a band called Pistols at Dawn. Okay. And they were fantastic. Very rare do you go to a show where all three just kill it. True. You know. Very so, true. So that was good. And we went and saw uh, the movements. Have you heard of the movement? Yeah. I saw my wife. They played at my wife's club, uh, Club <coughs> so, Red. One yeah, we didn't go to see them. We went to see the elevators who were the middle act. Dude, I was just talking last night about the elevators to Brandon. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's wild. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, fucking, they blew us away. I Absolutely blew us away. We, we saw, the, and the opening act was, uh, who was it? Arcadial Sound System. Arc- oh, Arcadial. Archeal. Archeological. I think it's Archeal. Ar- yeah, the, yeah, the female singer. Yeah. Really pretty gal. And they were very good. Yeah. They were very, very good. And the, they have the, the ASS is their acronym. Article. Article sound system. Okay. There it is. Yeah. So they have t-shirts that say, I love ass. That's right. Yeah. And <laughs> you have a female fronter that's going to sell some t-shirts. I almost bought one. Right? See? It's just like, in general, it's like, it's a pretty good. It's a good gimmick if you got to have a gimmick. Exactly, dude. Yeah. I bought this hat at the show, the elevators. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. yeah so I, I say that I've been hearing the elevators a lot lately. So they they're, must be. They're, they're getting big, dude. Kicking up. Yeah. yeah I, saw, I, I saw them on a promotion with the Interrupters, I think it was, um, which makes sense. They got a good, like. Almost like soul reggae vibe, right? Oh, God. I mean, that dude can sing. Yeah. And it's not, and they get a little rap going on every now and then. It's just smooth, good listening music, and it never gets old. See, and that's never cool. gets old. That's what my buddy, so Brandon, my guitar player again, he told me the same thing last night, actually, weirdly enough, that uh, uh, he's, like, hey, he's like, hey, man. He's like, you know, he's, he's a bottle of Gen D at this point because, you know, he's on vacation. Yeah. So he's like, hey, man, you hip to the elevator, man? <laughs> I was like, you know what? Weirdly, I just saw like a promotion for them like five days ago, and um, and uh, it was like it was with some, it was not the Interrupters one, but there was like well, that was prior, and then there was one more that came up with another band, but it was just random that he'd said that to me after I just saw that again. Yeah. And uh, he was just like talking about, and he's not a big reggae really kind of guy. He's like more of a metal dark lord kind of guy. All right. So, you know, <laughs> he's in our band, but he's kind of more leans toward that. But he is a really good, uh, you know, he loves surf like he loves good reggae. Gotcha. Yeah, he loves good reggae. He yeah. loves like soul. He loves like old style, like real reggae, I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, but so that was like interesting to hear from him. I was like, all right, well, I got to check these guys out now. Because if he's telling me about a reggae band, you know, because that's not really his jam. Yeah. Uh, then I got to look into these guys. And then you again today have popped it up with a hat and talking about those guys. So Yeah. they. Uh, we, well, that's what we were playing when you came in today. When you came in and blew my bathroom oh, from, yeah, off, from yeah. your Thai food? That's what I was in there. I was dancing. Yeah. I was dancing, man. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I can't get up off this thing. And he's like, he's like get up off it. Ah. They just, and I'm like, I can't. They got great beats. Yeah. The guy can sing. I mean, and, and live, it's uh, the guitar player really gets gets, gets it. It's, it's not as prominent like in the, the recorded versions, but live, it's, it's a very good show. Very, oh. They're going to be headlining soon. They're going to be one of those bands that, that just move up. It sounds like it, man. Get their own tour. Yeah. 
it sounds like they're on their way. I mean, especially, it sounds like they're lining up with a lot of up and coming or already been coming and are here now. Yeah. Artists. And so they're definitely getting the love, it seems, from uh, the big, the bigger bands. Too, yeah, they're so. collaborating with, with a bunch of other bands. Uh, yeah. Pepper did a song with them. That's probably or one, one of the guys actually, from them. I think that's yeah. where I heard the elevators, the other oh. one I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, the other uh, promo on, online or whatever it was. Um, and I think that's one of the things, too. I think they probably are like one of those bands that's like a band's band. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like the bands respect them and like they're just, they've got that thing. It's not like the cookie cutter kind of thing or whatever. It's like they got the real feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like not a forced thing. There's no gimmick. It's just like, here's some good old <laughs> shit. That's the way Brandon put it actually last night. He's like, they don't need a gimmick. They're just like good and they do their thing and they do it well and they do it right and they do it from the heart and soul. Absolutely. So I got to check these guys out, man. So check out the elevators, I guess, buds. You know, I'll, you we'll check them out Spotify? together. Yeah. I'll yeah. send you a playlist. Oh, please. I've got the, I call it elevator music. Oh, that makes, that's cool. That's a good. Uh, totally. You totally. made me want to really compartmentalize all of my videos and things that have labels on them so I know yeah. what the hell I'm deleting. I'm telling you, it makes life easier. <laughs> I bet it does. I'm OCD like that. When I got to have things in groups. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to give another whirl? <laughs> 25 seconds. <laughs> 25 seconds. Let's make it good. What are we talking about? Jaw, jaw. Let's talk about this sweet, jaw. nice right hat right here. Look yeah. at this bad. You like camouflage. I love camouflage. Who's this hat? What's this hat all about? Who's this by? This is the nice ride. This is a nice ride. It's a nice ride hat. It's a got nice the, hat. It's got the fucking logo on it. It's got, uh, I, I like that. They got a bunch of hats with that logo. It's uh, Mer oh, American flag. Before. Yeah, I wear that shit all the time. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, there you go. Oh, wow. Does that fit you? I don't know. Does it fit Bare, me? It's a little snug on you because you got a big snug. old head. You got a lot of hair nowadays. You too. do, but yeah. How, how long are you taking it down? I'm just going, man. I don't know. I think I'm going to go the whole year again. And then at that point, like yourself, you probably don't want to end up cutting it because you work so hard. Right. You know, and you feel good about it. You got a good head start on the Euro beard. I do. I'm nervous. And I got Japan to go through still, too. You going to let it ride? I don't know. What do you think? Just get come back like Jesus? Well, the thing like, is, <laughs> is like, how, how often are you going to have to shave? I how mean, theoretically, you're, you're on tour. You're in another country. Is shaving something you can do every day? Shaving is. Yeah, you can still do that. And then it's like, but it's funny because it's almost like your hair. When you start growing it, I personally am like, I've worked so hard and I've been so patient with my fucking life, myself, my sleeping even, rolling over on a knot in my bun in the back of my head, <laughs> or even like just pulling hair out or, you know, getting stuck in things, all the way down to wearing your hat differently because you do different, you know, buns or not or whatever. Like, yeah. does this go with my ears today or what's up? I hear you. We'll be honest here. All right, people, be honest. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's like, it's easy. It just feels, sounds so much easier to just like let it all go. You know, but I'm not. I'm holding on probably throughout the rest of the year at least. Um, that'll be after my two years of sobriety on September. So um, this started back the day I put down the drink, you know. So I've been kind of – I've gotten trims here and there to try and help it grow and keep it healthy. Yes. And that's just been fucking me left and right because then it gets that weird phase and it never leaves. And so um, with a beard, yeah, I look back on our Euro beards. And we have pictures and we look fucking like animals. Rough. We look tough. Yeah. We look – I wouldn't fucking mess with that band. You know, it's like, <laughs> even if we had like not a muscle on our body, we just look like we would just eat your flesh for breakfast. Like you've been through hell and back again. Yeah. 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 So, but it looks cool. I, I, <laughs> I love a good beard. I like growing mine out. Yeah. But I started getting the grays. Because 48, dude. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. no spring chicken. You got a little something coming in. Oh, buddy. Yeah. But you got salt and pepper. I've got more. I got more salt. You got more salt. Uh, on the sides. And I grew my beard out for the last time. Yeah. And, and I was like. Because I don't think I'm going to grow back until I'm, like, fully white and yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. 
that's kind of my thing too is like so now my hair is growing in more gray you know yeah. it's like and you can see it clearly like above the dye line there it is it's yeah there. and like i'm actually going in tomorrow because i just want to just you know a little boost of confidence before right in the road again and start off you know japan europe and then it'll grow back out again throughout that process but just to kick it off and there was a part of me that like when i first started growing it out i actually wanted to grow it long one more time yeah you know one last hurrah you know go back to the old school um but i wanted the long mane the long silver mane but that fucked up thing i blew it because i kept dying it along the way because i was getting uncomfortable with the lines because i get like a straight line across my forehead okay and it's very clear that i've been dying my hair <laughs> you know <laughs> but back when you're a kid it's cool to dye your hair but when you get to our age it's like yeah. you're dying your hair aren't you yeah you're like well i used to dye my hair all the time but it was like oh. pinks and reds and purples and you know yeah yeah multicolors but now it's like people know you're trying to hide some shit i mean unless you just go blue just, just go blue or, or green. Yeah. You know, you and see a lot of the old punkers do that. They're like, I'm not trying to cover anything up. I'm nah, to, nah. Know, they're not going to question theory. you if you go like neon. Yeah. But if it's you like, if you go your own hair color, hmm? now you're trying to cover something up. Exactly. Exactly. So. Hmm. I can't see you with a uh, pink hair. I just can't. I mean, yeah. Go back to the day. Absolutely. But uh, it would look like the old guy trying way too hard to be cool. Yeah. And you see those guys. You know, you know those guys. Yeah. You say you're like, come on. I don't have it in me. Come on. I don't have it in me yeah, to do yeah. it. I just don't. I'm like, if I'm going gray, I'm going gray. Big fucking yeah. deal. I mean, it looks cool. I mean, I, I dig it great, too. Like like I said, there's, there's pictures where like super short band pictures I see at, at practice. And I'm like, holy shit. And I didn't realize until I saw the picture back. It was like a fluorescent room or whatever anyways. But it was still legitimately like overnight, what the fuck just happened? It was like a week before that. It was like speckled. And I swear, it's like something freaked me out in my dreams. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got scared. Boogie real man scared. came out in the middle of the night, and it's like it's changed <laughs> the entire game, dude. So practice. What do you practice, guys do dude. at band practice? You uh, just sing we songs. Out, actually, we tell people we're practicing. We never do. No, <laughs> we don't do shit. No. What the fuck? <laughs> no, we, no, we just we, we 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 give ourselves confidence that we that we got it for that weekend for the tour, you know, because we really. Everyone is so good at what they do at this point. And if you're not, you know, again, we've talked about it. If you're not getting better as you get older, you're like, well, then what are you doing? You're not really right. paying attention or you're like not focusing when you're doing it or what's the deal? So everyone is like so, we, we just are so tight these days as a unit. Um, and we've done so much touring and playing together that lucky, luckily, no one gets all fucked off or crazy or comes in drunk as shit or like too high and can't remember the parts and is slippy or slow or slappy. But you know what I mean? It's like Slippy Samsonite. And, uh, He's like an auctioneer with Tourette's. <laughs> I am swearing a lot today. I'm sorry. I'm on fire here with that. Uh, I think it's probably rehearsals that made me this way. There's a lot of swear words in the music. So. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. So, like, do you guys actually, so you don't sing the songs? We really do. I was just playing about oh, that. Okay. Yeah, we do. We do one run through of our set for the show we're going to play. Okay. And if there's something, if there's like a hiccup or whatever, like, oh, uh, let's try that again real quick. You know, so we'll stop ourselves right there. Be like, nah, let's go back to that first verse. Start, start here. One, two, three, four, and then jump and back go. in. Yeah, and so it's we're so seasoned in that regard collectively that it's really been nice. Because you know, back in the day when you're starting out, you you need to practice like every day. We're practicing until that show this weekend. We're getting ready to go to Japan. We're like, we should probably squeeze one in, right, boys? <laughs> 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 we got a hometown show with like a thousand people, and I uh, night two days. We should probably get some validation for our own confidence, <laughs> you know. And so. Um, we just run through the set. We ran through the set this time. We're going to meet up tomorrow, probably, and talk about, um, oh, no, I'm sorry, next week, because they're staying here the whole week until we leave for Japan uh, from here till then. And so starting next Monday, we're going to kick off. We're going to do our Japanese set, and we are playing some new songs uh, that one of our friends, Higari from Hey Smith, 
who we're ah. playing with out there is uh, did a debut on a cameo yeah. on. They play some big crowds out there. They hey, Smith, are massive dude. Yeah, They've grown so exponentially. It's like it's crazy. Like how again they used to open up for us out there, but they were on the label we were on, and they the label brought us out there and they said we have this other band on our label that we want to have open up for you, and now they're just like they have this thing called Triple Axe. I think we've talked about that before. It's like three different Japanese punk bands that have combined with horns and four guitars. Yeah. Just like this whole Big. festival thing they do. It's insane. I'm so <laughs> happy for them. I'm so happy to play shows with them this time around in front of their audience now. Ah. That has been just like what looks like all of Japan to me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it looks like everybody just knows who they are now and loves them. So A lot of exposure. It's so great, man. So uh, that's practice. <laughs> <laughs> in, in a nutshell. nutshell. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. <laughs> hey, we recorded all that on your phone. I can't believe this thing is lasting. Yeah. This is great. Cheers. 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 Coconutty. That's right, bro. I got a Blackstone flat top. You did? The thing for the outside. How about that? How's that going? Well, I got it. It's two days old in my house. Uh, so I work at a warehouse, and uh, one of the drivers that we see every day came through. Yeah. He just came up to me and goes, I got a Blackstone for sale. If you know anybody who wants it, let me know. I said, well, what are you asking for? He said, 50 bucks. What, This dude? is a $400 piece of equipment. I was say, right? Yeah. He goes, I'll even deliver it, he said. I'm really? like, Jesus Christ, show me a picture of this thing. Is it is it falling apart? Yeah, like, does it, does it brand fucking nude. It came with a cover, so you have to buy the cover separate normally. Yeah. He, he just brought it over on Saturday. So he was trying to make space? or was gonna, gotta He said it's just him and his wife, and he never uses it. It's been really? used a few times. So That's now pretty freaking awesome. I've used it twice since I've had it. Dude, and it's just a flat black stone, so it's like, does it have propane and all that too? Or it's got it? the propane on the side. Oh, it's, been fucking, it's ready to roll, dude. Yeah, it's good shit. Cast iron top. That's it's a real deal. Dude, I bought one of those. Yeah, those are about 400 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah they're close. Yeah. That's why I didn't get one. Because I, I was like, if I bought one, would I really use it at $400? I don't know if I want to spend that much money for something I wouldn't use. But now that I have one, I'm like, you can get a lot done. There's a lot of space. We use it all the time now. It's like we barely use the stove anymore. Honestly. We you got to heat the house up. Yeah, you know, you know it's all that. It's, here. It just feels like it tastes better anyways on a flat stone like that, too. You know, it just gets more charred or whatever the case in, in the right way rather than burnt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. Oh, sure. yeah. Burns, burns bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The flavor out the door all of a sudden. It's like, none it. of the seasonings you put on there, those are crisping. Yeah, they're taking it too far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so well, that's good for so that. That's that. Nice. I, got the, I got a Blackstone. Dude, that's awesome. What's the last thing you cooked on it? Chicken thighs. Is, uh, is it? I hear that. Is that your phone? My phone died in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> it crashed out again. Seriously, is that your car? Do you know what your alarm sounds like? No, I'm never around when it goes off. That's probably why I'm losing shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many cars around here. Yeah, I don't think that's mine, though. Ah. Well, I hope not. I hope not, too. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, man. So what else is new in the world? What's going on? Well, oh, we man. We got food covered a little bit. We yeah, got we did. Tons food. of music. So, Oh, I will say also, this uh, Friday night, we're talking about the show one more time. At the Nile. At the Nile Theater uh, out there on Friday night, May 19th. Um, we are also bringing, this is a very special thing, this kid, this kid's family, poor Ooh. friend Pete, Paige Beachler reached out to me yeah. and had asked me, she's like, hey, there's this kid that goes to School of Rock, and he's a 13-year-old kid. And he has been diagnosed with stage, I think it's stage four 
uh, bone cancer. Ugh. And so he is really in a bad position and space um, with the whole disease and his family and the heartbreak of it. And the, just the, the strength that they're having, though, is amazing. And then, like, the, the positive outlook they're having with everything. Is he, like, 14 or? 13. Th- oh, man. Yeah. He's been playing drums for eight years, so pretty much his whole life. And uh, he plays all these instruments. He's got to record a song with uh, Soul Asylum, which oh, is wow. really neat on the drums. Yeah. So that's very special. But he, they reached out to us as well through our friend page and uh, wanted to see if, uh, if he could do something special, like meet the band or like do something like we can go see him in the hospital or something like that or whatever. And um, then she even like mentioned like maybe come on stage and play a song with you guys. And I was like, well, is he healthy enough? Because I want to make sure that like right. we don't get him worse in that situation that, you know, uh, it's a lot of people and a lot of heat and a lot of things of that nature. So I don't want to put him in jeopardy. Um, but she checked with his family. His family's like, he'll be fine if it's a thing that you guys don't mind doing. And I was like, fucking absolutely. Wow. Like no doubt, not a question in my mind. Um, we'll make this happen. And so he's going to come out and play. I can go ahead and tell you guys what song it is. He's going to come out and play one more minute with us. Oh. That night. It's yeah. Like toward Big night. one. Yeah. Three quarters of the way through the set. And, uh, and, uh, we haven't rehearsed with him, but we're not worried about it. We're just going to have a good time with it. No matter what happens, happens. Right. And it's just going to be a cool experience for us, for him, for the audience. And uh, they're going to bring him in. He has dialysis that morning, actually. So he's going to try and make it a sound check and then go home and, you know, get, get away from the crowds and stuff and then come in right before showtime. We'll make sure he's, like, comfy on the side of the stage there and just ready to go. So here's a tricky one. How do you introduce him? So that's the thing. That was the question. Really, it was seriously a question. It was like, a, well, do I say – Here's our friend, Alex. Uh, his name's Alex Etheridge, by the way. Um, he's got a GoFundMe page. If you go to Alex Etheridge online, I wish I had his taglines, but go look him up on Facebook and Instagram. I'm sure you'll find him. And uh, they have a GoFundMe page to help with his, with his, um, tran- not transfusions, with his, uh, the thing I just said. The uh, dialysis. Dialysis, yes. yeah, in the morning. I was so listening. I was I, listening. See, look at that stuff. <laughs> We're sharp as a tack here. <laughs> he wasn't blinding you now, too. Yeah, oh, there we go. Ah, see? <laughs> wow, you just closed my window. Now I can see. I closed your window and opened up Probably your other I was one. thinking about turning this light on, but <laughs> yeah. why would I do that? Why would I want to see? All yeah, right, yeah. so keep going. Nobody can see this anyways. Um, so it was, uh, so yeah, so insurance doesn't cover that. So there's a GoFundMe page. We're going to have an actual uh, thing out at our merch booth for a little key code and all that stuff too. So, but Long story short, so we're going to do that. He's going to come out, and it's going to be a great time for the entire crowd and something very special for him and his family, and we're just super stoked to do it. So a little something to talk about to finish up on the whole show this weekend kind of tip that's very uh, monumental. Huh. Yeah. yeah, that's there's a guy. You, you know Lamb of God, the band Lamb of God? Yeah. Yeah. They had a guy, younger guy, I think he was. He, some, some kind of illness, I forget what it was. It was Terminal. Yeah. Huge fan. He went to every show. And he was in a wheelchair, and his parents would take him to these shows. Oh, yeah. And, like, pretty soon he got to know the band because they're like, oh, he's here again. Oh, this guy's here again. You yeah. Know? And, and they wrote a song for him called The Duke. Oh, really? It's a fucking great song. But Dude, if you awesome. listen to the words, it's about this guy who passed who was, like, their number one fan. Oh, fucking man. Fucking crazy. That's yeah. That's cool. That reminds me of another story you talk about. There's that guy in a wheelchair that stands out with the bands in the crowd a lot. There's this guy in Europe. We'll see him again this year at Punk Rock Holiday in uh, Slovenia. His name is Wheelchair Richie. Okay. You can find him online if you guys want to check him out, too. There's <laughs> pictures of him up there on stage with us. We, he crowd surfs all the time. You know, you see that a lot in audiences with the crowd surf with the wheelchair. You're like, don't drop him, please. Please. <laughs> please don't make this worse. And, uh, but he's all about it. <clears throat> he brought him to stage at Punk Rock Holiday one time uh, two years back, three years back pre-pandemic stuff and then uh again since then as well but the first one was there it was the beard tour 
That was the epic European beer tour. That's what <laughs> reminded me because I remember looking back over the camera and wheelchair Richie's right here in front of me. And I'm looking back at the camera like, what the fuck is this? Like on my <laughs> knees, you know, like all hell wheelchair Richie. You know, <laughs> the ball's on this guy. Um, hey, how you doing, man? And so uh, he is called Wheelchair Richie and he's like, just all the bands know him. And all that he's like, just the celebrity basically, you know, it's where's this, this weird like big ears mask thing. It's almost like a clown mask, but like, more like the old man face kind of clown ears okay. with the big ass ears and the red nose. I'm trying to picture it. Yeah, and it's almost got like mouse teeth, like the two like front <laughs> big teeth. I want to find a picture of him. Actually. Yeah. I'm going to show you. Oh, Wheelchair Richie. There's something else I had to look up on here too, right? We were talking about, uh, I was like, I'll look something else up for you in a second here. Hmm. Maybe I wasn't listening. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> I'm still. And that concludes our yeah. broadcast day. Yeah, I didn't know you. I'm still stuck on the mask. <laughs> I'm trying to picture this dude in a mask. Oh, man. Is he like. Uh, yeah, he's actually Wheelchair Richie on Instagram. So go look up Wheelchair Richie. You'll see the guy I'm talking about. <laughs> he has no effects. This is his background picture. Punk Rock Holiday. No, I got to see Hazy it. Holiday. Brew is like his. So there's Wheelchair Richie. That's his face. I've never seen his oh, face. Oh, yeah, there's no mask in this one. Well, yeah, I'm just, that's funny. I've never seen this. But there's a f- black flamingo in the background of his picture. Hey. Weirdly enough. Odd. Ah, yeah. Maybe, no, maybe. No, pretty creepy. Um, no, but we got, there's him in a bear, out, bear outfit, you know. Okay, so he dresses up. I think he dresses up a okay. lot. He's got his own people making posters. Wheelchair Wheelchair Richie. Richie. And uh, I'm looking for the one. There's another flamingo. What is the deal with the flamingo uh, in, like, our collection? I or, don't know. Our connection. Maybe he's a huge fan. Man, turned ninja. Looking all or injured good. ninja, he says. That's his little drawing. So we're on his Instagram right now. We're on his Instagram, okay. people. So if you want to go check out Wheelchair Richie. Wheelchair that, in every picture. That's not the face. I'm looking for the one. Damn, oh, there, okay, there it is. Kind of diesel. Oh, I see it. See what I mean? He's well, got big old He's ears, crowd surfing. Big red. Yeah, he's crowd surfing. If they drop oh, him, he's going to be straight. Yeah, wheelchair straight. behind him if you see that. <laughs> uh, if they drop he, him, he's going to be fucking... Well, uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's, gonna be, he's just in a much worse shape. <laughs> Do not drop wheelchair it's gonna Richie. going to be Stretcher Richie. Yeah. I guarantee that picture of us at Punk Rock Holidays on here. Oh, there we go. There's Mike yeah. and Dan. He's in the middle. Dude, he's fucking loving the mask. He's loving it. Yeah. He, oh, that's me. Like, I'm, I'm down on my knees in front of him. <laughs> All yeah. hail. All hail wheelchair Richie. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. Dude, crazy. <laughs> All right. So we'll see him again this year. Richie, we'll see you again if you're listening. But probably not, but we'll see you. I'll make you listen to this. Well, now you know what his face looks like. Yeah, I know. I can point him out in the crowd. <laughs> like, that was, you know. <laughs> so, it's a good mask. Um, moving forward. Um, oh. My coconut water was delicious. It's gone. Mm. The thing about these coconut waters is they get, they start off ice cold, and they get warm fast. They do. I don't know what that's all about. It tastes like locker room sock quickly. Well. Toward the end. I'm not saying the flavor. The flavor is fine with me. I hope oh. it's fine with you. Oh, I love it. I mean, I love that. I mean, it sounds like it's not. It takes me back to high school. Sounds like you don't like it. That's I love what it ice, sounds like. I'm just saying I love ice cold. Like when it first starts out. It's never better. To, as opposed to the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a beer. It's like anything. You know, it's like it tastes nice and crisp and cold and delicious. And then end of the beer, you're like, fucking all right. I don't want to waste the beer. So is the beer in Ireland the warm? Like no. a worm temp? That's kind of lies. What is this? Yeah, that's kind of lies. Um, what I've gotten, Guinness specifically was the thing that people had said about the Guinness out in Ireland. And the, Ireland, the beer I've had in Ireland in the pubs, legit pubs, was always cold. So I don't know where that, that uh, fantasy came from. So but what the fuck? Yeah, just leading people astray to try to not go to Ireland to drink warm beer. 
They're that's like, up no, there. See, that's probably it. It's conspiracy. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's all warm over here. You don't want to drink. You don't want to drink our beer. You stay over there and uh, leave us to ourselves. We have all the space in our own. You know, leave us to our devices, and there's not uh, overcrowded population with all these years. tourists. Yeah, all these years, I've been led astray. See, and I'm here to set the record straight. And you did. <laughs> At least the pubs I went to. Which I was a lot in a lot of pubs. Yeah, it was a few. <laughs> like I don't think I saw Ireland. I saw a lot of pubs. Well, how about the toilet flushing in the opposite direction, below the equator? Again, when I was throwing up into those toilets, I don't remember which way it was going. Yeah, so down. Down. It was going out of my mouth. Hmm. Yeah, and out of my face. So I don't remember which way it was actually going, but I think it still goes the regular direction in Ireland. I think once you get to the other side, other other side, uh, I think Australia might be that way. Yeah, I've heard Australia. I think Australia. Is. I think it's when you're in that that zone of the world that's where it actually starts going flippity flop i was at work and i sat down in the toilet today and a fly came out you want to feel dirty and that's fucking right. just have that I, happen to you dude. it's like it's like when you're a porter john that guy thing too he's like, <laughs> you're, you're like i don't know what's in this fucking hole i'm just like there's like filth in here and i know everything loves that filth that lives in nature i laughed out loud yeah you know what i mean i was like does not, i just shower he's like you know? buzzing off like it was just another day at the office i get up in the morning i work out and then i shower and then i go to work so i know i'm clean yeah i go to the bathroom sit down a fucking fly comes up between my legs <laughs> That's amazing. Just, like, like, Have that been in there the whole time with the <laughs> muck and the disgust of my day? What did I eat? <laughs> What's going on down there? Oh, uh, dude, do you ever get nervous around porta potties? I don't go. Well, you are you a bathroom I, I'll in public pee in one, but I, oh. I gotta be hurting. Yeah, to, I gotta be hurting to fucking take a shit in one of those because those things are they're, they're rough. Filthy. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's hot. On top of that, you're, you're smelling. You smell. You're, you're reeking. You're you're in a sauna of shit. Seriously, you just—you're locked in this box of shit that's coming from the earth. It's like everybody's crap, and like you're sweating. These folks. So I bring it up because of festivals where it's usually five thousand degrees. Yeah, and then you get in a box where you have to lock the door. No airflow. There's a line in front of you waiting for you to get out of this box of shit. Uh, (laughs) To shit on top of your shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, it's uh, splashing. It's splashing, and you're like yeah. you're kind of hovering sometimes. You're laying down 15 pieces of toilet paper, so I have to do that thing. You know, it's like I've gotten so accustomed to having to use the restroom all over the, the world in whatever <laughs> circumstance and situation. I've had this block. It's like, you know, it's like the thing you like. It's like uh, it's like a, a rat cage. Like you know, where you have this little blockage. You can like throw a little piece of wood in between the holes and make them go a different direction. Yeah, it's like that's where I have to put my mind when I go into the toilet. When it's like a, a tour porta potty, it's like, nope, think about this thing instead. <laughs> you know, focus on the good part of the day and just get through this part. Yes. And you're like, so you're sweating. You're sweating so profusely. And then you walk out like you just ran a marathon. There's like a line of people just waiting. To do the same thing you to just do the did. the same thing. And yeah. It's just freaking vile. Smelly. God, <laughs> Smelly. it's stinky. And there's just like miles of fucking porta potties. Oh, yeah. Stinky it's just miles everyone. Of filth. Yeah. How about nope. those people that get jokes played on them? And when the, the guys tip them over while they're inside them. Oh yeah, dude. See, I've you, you know um, they did that on the uh, uh, what's it called? Bam and those guys, not CKY stuff, but like the well, CK, CKY, yeah, like jackass guys. Jack, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's like I wonder how much of that was really crap. You know, you can do some really good Hollywood tricks with like when it's pre- prepared and ready for you to do the yes. big stunt. You know, because that's instant like hepatitis B. Oh, you know, 100%. You get any in your eyeball, up your yeah. nose, in your mouth. I don't know if they want to, they'd be willing to really go to that extent. Prove me wrong. Hit us up on our podcast, guys. Let us know if that was real. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, in, if the, in the real life, yeah, that's just disgusting. And it's like, that's insane if you were in that situation. And I would be so pissed in my butt. Because uh, you just gave me death. <laughs> it's a straight trip. It's an instant trip to the hospital. Yeah. 
Yeah, and if you don't catch it quick, which it's too late once yeah. it hits your mouth, oh, <laughs> essentially, right? Speaking of which, so I got this scar, this scabby thing on my arm yeah, right now. It here. looks infected. It does. Yeah. It probably is, which yeah. is kind of yeah. fucked because I had a feeling about that. I just watched uh, Game of Thrones again. Oh, wow. And, okay. You know, I just started that all over again. This yeah. Is sidetracked I did minute. the same thing. Yeah. You know the part where the guy, the uh, the horse rider, big guy um, with the ponytail, the Armethian or whatever, he's married to the, the dragon lady? Okay. Yeah. So that okay. guy, when he like walks into the sword, the guy like challenges him, and he walks into it, and he gets this wound. He's all, huh, it's about a scratch. And then two days later, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I feel like this little thing on my arm is right now. It's going to happen. Yeah. Because like, once it's in the blood, you're screwed. So I really got to get that looked at. So but this is the last podcast. This is the last what podcast. You guys listen to this. Please at least share with your friends. I'm telling you, you need to, you need to share this podcast. Then we'll be famous. It's like when the, sing, the singer dies, then that's when the band gets big. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I noticed is uh, how much I forgot about Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Because it was so much material. It's like the very first episode. Yeah. I, th- I was watching a completely new fucking show. I don't remember. It was these guys in the woods. Yeah. And... They, they met the, the ghost creatures or whatever they were. Oh, the dead, walking dead yeah. people. So the, it, yeah. it was just like some, some guys, and, and they met them. Totally forgot about that whole thing. Whole scenario, brand new to me. Yeah. And I know I watched it because yeah. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Isn't that great? I mean, that's the thing is you watch movies, and that's only two hours. And you like you always watch movies over again. But some for some reason, I think with series, people are like, oh, I'm not, you know, I saw it, and that's it. I'm putting it to bed. Yeah. But I was like, this is a whole like tour. I get to start fresh and like watch that movie yeah. all again and like have never ending movie. Because you like remember certain points. Yeah. And, and refreshers and stuff. Yeah. But so this wound <laughs> on my arm right here. The infected one. I went to, yeah, yeah, Mother's Day. I went to get flowers for uh, the lady and um, get some breakfast things or whatever. So I went and I walked past. It was like so this line was like going down the actual um, uh, alleys, uh, aisles, aisles. Okay, going down aisle. the aisle. That'll work. Out. So I was like, ah, oh, there's no room to get past this guy and that lady. So it was like a small pole and then another aisle wall. And I'm like a thin, pretty thin dude. So like I squeeze by it, but there's like this little metal piece of like a, a thing on top of it surrounding it that just barely scraped my arm. But I felt it was like a, it cut, you know, but it wouldn't start bleeding right away. And then as I stand there in front of the kids, kids are like down here in front of me staring it's at my arm. dripping blood. It's dripping blood. <laughs> and I'm like, I got nothing to wipe it off with. I'm just like, just let it dry. Just let it dry. I don't keep trying to wipe it. It's nature. Gonna, it's natural. Nature, natural. Yeah. But I didn't get a chance to wash it until later that afternoon, which is a couple hours. And so I got alcohol in it. I got hydroperoxide on it. Yeah, you got I gonorrhea. Think I think it's, I got gonorrhea. Today. Yeah. So this is where I die. And uh, it's been good annoying. Yeah, it looks bad. It looks pretty bad. Maybe I should wash it first again. But yeah. I think that's a scab starting. It's, it doesn't hurt at all. It's nothing like it's the weird thing. No. Nah. But it's definitely got the redness around the wound, right? You're going to lose your arm down from the... the uh, that point. I got staph infection on this arm one day too. Staph's no joke. I had it like the whole thing, my whole forearm was like really? this red circle. I got in between my my big dog and a pit bull that got into a friend of mine's, and I was like, "Oh come on guys, calm down." I put my arm like an idiot. I was drunk, and for, <laughs> of course it was a holiday. We were it's like, "Quite good, you stopped drinking." You know, <laughs> I have reasons why I talk about this so much. It's that I got because I got good stories, but I got a lot of bad ones. Um, I put my arm in between the dog's mouths to like try and break it up, you know, with my. <laughs> it's logical. I'm done. <laughs> it makes totally. Sense. At the time, it was brilliant. I was like, I'm going to save the day. These dogs are not going to the hospital. Yeah, this, I is, am. this is all I have. I'm going to use this. So I did it to like to be like kind of separate them, you know. And then my dog's tooth like punctured me, you know. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like that sucked. And there was like a nice little. There was actual puncture, like a tooth puncture, like hole. And I was like, shit. I'm like, okay, I got to clean this. Went and washed it right away. All this stuff. Back, bacitrecined it. And then 
next next morning well oh, actually that day it started getting like inflamed red all around it quickly and then i kept going that way and i was like okay i'll give it the night like i do with my ankle and then yeah. i'm fucked for life <laughs> and next day in the morning i wake up my whole forearm is like this big red circle like puffy circle thing and i'm like Okay, I, I had no insurance at the time. That's what it was, too. Ah, that's the that'll kicker. do it. That'll kill, yeah. that'll kill you every time, mm-hmm. literally. I didn't have insurance until <laughs> I met my wife. Yeah, see? I made it through. We're guys. We're yeah. guys. We're like, we don't need to spit on it. Nah. Rub with some, some salt and some, uh, some dirt. <laughs> Rub some fine. dirt on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I um, got the, uh, went into the pharmacy at Walgreens. Like, I got to get something for this, obviously. It's getting weird looking. And so I was like, I have my arm hanging down next to me. Walk up to the counter. I'm just casual in line. I walk to the counter. I'm like, hey, like, hi, I don't have health insurance, but I got bit by my dog today. I'm trying to k- get, get in front of this before I get staph infection. He's like, dude, <laughs> dude, you have staph infection. You need to get that fixed right away. That's in your bloodstream. You're going to not be in a good place very soon. So I went and just did the emergency med check or whatever. He's like, you need to go to med check immediately. Damn, that was fast. It was fast, yeah. He's like, go. He's like, uh, you know, there's nothing I can do for you. Like, you need something. You need, you need antibiotics. You need this and that and that. So I went there. It cost me, like, all the money I had at the time, basically. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, the highs and lows of musicianship. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I, uh, I got, you know, got looked at. I got a shot in it. And then I got my, you know, my antibiotics. And uh, I was fine after a few days. But I am glad that I finally took it seriously and didn't try and be, again, the tough guy. guy. Yeah, staff's guy no general, joke. Just a guy in general. This is the worst case of staff I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, <laughs> what can you do about it? Oh! <laughs> it's like a movie scene. I did that with my balls once. Yeah, yeah. right? Me too. But then I realized they're so big anyway. That's just <laughs> hey! how it is. That's just how it is. When I was in the Navy, my girlfriend at the time was a dirty whore. Yeah. And uh, emphasis on dirty. Yeah. So she got me dirty. Ah. So... We went to, um, I think I may have told you this before, but we went to the NASCAR races. Mm-hmm. My fucking balls were hurting me. My kidneys were hurting me. Oh, I thought that was just a joke. No, no. Okay. No. So I'm drinking the whole time just to get this fucking oh, shit. pain to go away. So I, I, I spent the whole weekend yeah. drinking hard alcohol just so I wouldn't, you know, fucking be coherent. Yeah. Because the yeah. pain was bad. Just get through it. And then we went back to the ship and I went and saw the doctor and I was like, bro, I got some shit going on. What's going on? So. Dropped my pants and he looked at my nuts and he goes, "This is the worst case of elephantitis I've ever seen." Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to hear this right now. What? Just make the pain go away. He gave me a shot of uh, penicillin and it all went away. Oh, see that penicillin is like saving uh, lives one shot at a time. It was a golf ball size dude. of fucking penicillin in my cheek. Oh, I like I had to go lie down. I was done for the day. Damn, uh, dude, <laughs> that's insane. It was fucking I'm glad nuts. Glad you got dude. that shot. He's glad fucking, you got that shot. He's being stupid and young. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing? What do you say we call it with that story? That's a good way to close it. Yeah, story. let's close it out with my, my giant nuts. Giant nuts. <laughs> and your fucking arm that's we'll about check to out fall the chef off. podcast, by the way, and t- try some new tasty <laughs> treats. <laughs> All right, then. Jaw, jaw. Jaw, jaw, jaw. jaw. We'll see you next time a on jaw. the jaw, jaw. Jaw, 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 jaw.
We were all alone Throwing cash into the wind Running so far from home Facing this world Not a care but to be Hand in hand shouting voices That's right We're making on our own There we were In this crowd as one Shouting out
crash into the wind Running so far from Yes, you were Thank you very much Let's get to see you guys tonight Here we go, let's keep it going, here we go, here we go